Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Hey, bartender. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I am your bartender for the evening. I am the dude. Uh, you can uh, call me Anthony, that whatever you want to do. Uh, if you want to contact me, you just send me an email, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. Tell me your drink recipes. Tell me your stories. Hell, if you even want to be on the show, all you have to do is ask. Just remember, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. Let's see, well, let's uh, get on with the show really quick right here because this is one of my midweek short episodes. We're going to do a drink special here. It is called The Happy Pill. I got this off Liquor.com, and Liquor.com says this cocktail's at Chica in Las Vegas, Venetian. And it's a balanced version of the Tiki classic, The Painkiller. So, let's learn how to make the, the Happy Pill. Ingredients, one ounce Don Q crystal rum. One ounce plantation dark rum, half ounce fresh lime juice, one quarter or three quarter ounce grilled pineapple juice, three quarter ounce fresh orange juice, half ounce coconut cream, one ounce Kalani coconut liqueur, and your garnishes will be cherry orange slice and grated nutmeg. Now, how you make this? You put all the ingredients, with the exception of your garnishes, into a shaker and ice. Shake the shit out of it, pour it into a a highball glass over crushed ice. Garnish with a skewered cherry and orange slice. Don't forget the grated nutmeg. For grilled pineapple juice, you go over to your cook and ask permission, hey, can you grill up six pineapple wedges for me on a stovetop pan on medium-high heat for two minutes each side? Then you muddle that and strain it right into your drink. Sounds like a uh, one of those sneaker drinks to me that would uh, taste really good going down, but then all of a sudden you realize you're hitting on uh, a load-bearing post. And you're, just, you're really skinny, but I like that. And uh, so, But, you know, go ahead and go out and try the Happy Pill. Let me know what you think about it. Email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com if you or any of your customers decide to try it. I'd love to know that information. Well, this episode I just decided that all of a sudden I've I've been reading a couple like Twitter posts and uh, stuff on Instagram. Uh, Uniforms in the workplace. Now, uniforms do make sense to me because you want your uh, staff to be uh, easily recognizable, uh, aside from a customer, uh, cause the customers are wearing their casual wear. And if you got your, uh, bartenders and servers wearing, uh, casual wear, just street clothes, then, uh, you know, it's tough to tell them apart. You don't know who to, uh, 
ask for more ranch or you don't know who's going to take your order. Uh, and so, you know, uniforms do make sense to me, but every once in a while, uh, back when I first started bartending, my first job was banquet bartending and I had to wear a really ratty tuxedo tie and vest. And I thought I looked ridiculous, but I needed the job. So I wore the uniform like a good boy and I'm used to wearing uniforms. I went to Catholic school when I was a kid and, uh, but you know, uh, I hated that uniform just because it was just something that I had to make sure was clean every time before I do my shift. And, you know, I hate doing laundry when I only have one thing to clean and, but you know, it, you know, it saved me, uh, a little bit sort of trying to decide what I'm going to wear when I go to work that day. Second bar I worked at, it was a little bit looser uh, uniform. All we had to do was wear Hawaiian shirts. We could wear jeans, tennis shoes, uh, and any shirt we wanted underneath it, but we had to wear the Hawaiian shirts. And we got made fun of by the customers every once in a while for that. And it's you know, like uh, one of my customers came up to me and said that they sang uh, that song, because I'm a blonde by downtown Julie Brown. Uh, and they said that song was dedicated to me because of the part where she says duck man, Magnum duck. And so, you know, maybe I had that Magnum PI look, even though I can't grow a mustache to save my life really. But, uh, then the bar after that, it started very casual. Uh, most of us wore, uh, nice shirts, uh, we nothing too crazy. And, but, uh, I mean, I had a collection of beer shirts from my distributors. So I'd come in wearing a Coors light shirt, a Budweiser shirt. Uh, if I, uh, there was a time where I wore a Paps blue ribbon t-shirt, uh, you know, just whatever advertised, whatever product we have, even though we didn't have Paps blue ribbon there, I still wore it. Uh, and for the most part, my boss didn't really care what T-shirts we wore, uh, when, especially when it came to the stuff where we wore uh, like liquor brands or stuff like that. We He liked it when we wore, he preferred it, I should say, that uh, we wore uh, T-shirts that advertised the liquor that we actually sold there. But uh, he really didn't care. But then all of a sudden... Uh, he decided one day that we all needed to wear t-shirts that advertised the restaurant, the, the whole restaurant and bar. And most of us didn't really care. He even went to the extent of thinking it was pretty cool to put tap engineer on the back of the bartender's t-shirts. And, you know, that all worked out really well, but, uh, every once in a while it started making me think, you know, this has kind of taken away our personalities, our originalities, you know, what makes one bartender or server stand out. And because uh, I wore a Budweiser shirt and this was back in the day of the what thing. And I had a bartender, I, I had a Budweiser t-shirt that said that. And so people would see it and uh, automatically go, what up? And, you know, after a while, yeah, it, that got really fucking annoying. But still... You know, it, it made my customers happy. So you kind of have to let it go. But, uh, there's the mom and pop stores still kind of follow that sort of situation where as long as you're not wearing anything too weird, yeah, go ahead and uh, wear it behind the bar. 
you know, just jeans and a t-shirt, that's perfectly fine. Uh, servers, you could usually just, uh, you could usually find the server because they've got that apron with their book in it and a couple pens. And, uh, you know, that was made it easy to figure out who was the waitress. But when I started seeing in uh, mostly corporate restaurants uh, that uniforms were being highly uh, that were being highly used. Uh, I started wondering, you know, that's, you know, that kind of takes away from your personality and now you've just become ever, like everybody else. But like I said, it's just for the customers, um, for the customers so that they can tell you apart from anybody else. And sometimes it's a good thing. That's a bad thing. Cause you don't, you don't want to get your hand grabbed all of a sudden and say, excuse me, I ordered some ranch like two and a half seconds ago and I haven't gotten it yet. Can, uh, can you please get it for me? And you have to say something like, I'll let your server know. And then you go into the back and you don't even really take the time to uh, find the server. And you find some, uh, you ask the uh, cook, hey, can I get a couple uh, mozzarella sticks? And then you dip them in, in the ranch that you could have brought to them and eat them for a quick snack because you forgot to eat breakfast that morning. Come on, all of us have done it. But the restaurants that I actually do uh, feel sorry for now, uh, just because I saw a couple posts on Facebook and Instagram about it, uh, are the restaurants that are themed with scantily dressed women, let's say, um, and because... There's got to be some kind of guidelines that, uh, I mean, I don't know for certain, uh, so don't quote me on this. And you bars and restaurants that do have scantily dressed women, thank you for your service. Uh, but And I don't know all the details, but I, a couple things have come up. Um, it's, uh, it's like body shaming. Uh, body shaming is a huge thing, especially in the social media market right now. Uh, people get shamed for what the way their body looks, uh, and you know, and it's really no fault of their own. Some people are just genetically made that way, and or some people just don't feel the need to set aside three hours in their day just to work out. It, uh, I mean, there's tons of stuff you can do in that three hours that are a little might be a little bit more important, uh, but. You know, I digress. You know, you people that work out, if that makes you happy, go for it. But the restaurants out there with the scantily dressed women, yes, I do go in there. And I just recently found out they do have food there. And uh, and I'm not ashamed to say that because, uh, you know, what's the point of being ashamed that you like looking at pretty women? Uh, I, I just don't... Uh, I just don't see it because, you know, a lot of guys are getting in trouble nowadays for one time. One one story I read, a guy got in trouble for just thinking about uh, how a woman looked and or he mentioned it to somebody that was nearby going, wow, she looks amazing today. And then he got taken to HR and then he got fired. Uh, but, uh, you know. These uh, these restaurants, these theme restaurants with the scantily dressed women, I'm not going to say the name of the restaurants because I don't want to get sued. They make their money uh, 
for just a shtick. You know, what's what makes us stand out? What makes us, um, you know, original? Oh, having women dressed uh, differently, let's say. I'm not going to say anything sexist or anything, but have the women dressed uniquely compared to all the other restaurants. And I recently found a post from somebody that works at one of those types of restaurants who said that she went home crying that night because she was being body shamed by her coworkers. And I, I found I got floored by that because that uh, I've been following that girl for uh, a little while. I've uh, I've known her from uh, the past uh, past jobs that she's had, and I think she's gorgeous. And uh, you know, you I feel sorry for her because I do. She thinks she's a gorgeous woman. She is not thin as a rail, which I kind of prefer that uh, a woman that's you know because women that are too skinny, I often worry about that they're going to break or something like that, even though I don't possess the skills to even uh, put that kind of danger on a woman. But, you know, she she actually looks well-toned, and she's not fat. She's got a nice body. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry uh, if some of you people out there are a little offended by that right now because, uh, that I'm judging her on her body. No, I'm not judging on her, her on her body because she's beautiful. She's extremely smart, and she's very talented, a uh, uh, very talented singer. And uh, but I felt sorry for her that uh, all these uh, women that all she works with are body shaming her because most of the time when I was working as a bartender, most of us all worked together. We didn't care what each other looked like. We didn't, the body shaming really wasn't a thing. Uh, and, uh, well, unless we hated the customer, then body shaming was a huge thing, but, um, never against each other because we were family. And, but I probably in those theme restaurants, it becomes a different thing. And, uh, because, it's how you make your, uh, it becomes the way how you make your tips. It becomes uh, how you get your regular customers. And, uh, you know, there's been a large debate for a long time of whether these uh, theme restaurants are appropriate because a lot of women are s- sitting there saying that it objectifies women and, uh, and, you know, the, it, they should be dressed a little uh, and and they get treated poorly. You know, uh, most of the women that I've seen work in those restaurants are very strong minded women. And any shit you throw at them, uh, whether it's a pickup line or an insult, they can bat it right back like nobody's business. And it's always really fucking hilarious to me when they do. Uh I I mean I've heard one corporation they uh made it a rule do not hand out your personal phone numbers to any of your customers and uh I'm sure a lot of the customers ask all these women at those theme restaurants for their phone numbers constantly because they're dressed great uh and they look beautiful 
and who knows, maybe you got a shot. Um, but it does once in a while, uh, I've been into one of those places. It weirds me out a little bit to see the women in lingerie bikinis doesn't weird me out at all. Uh, but long straight up lingerie. I'm, I sit back and think, huh, really? Well, not that I'm not enjoying getting served by a beautiful woman in black lacy lingerie, but you know, there are kids here. Uh, this isn't a strip club. It's you, uh, it says family dining right out front and you're dressed in lingerie. Uh, I don't want to complain about it, so I'm not going to. Uh, there's got to be restaurants out there that uh, do the same thing, but on the flip side where a guy uh, is dressed a certain way to bring in uh, bring in a certain clientele. I mean, they got Chippendales. That's the same thing as a strip club, uh, if you ask me. And uh, so they've got to have a Chippendales version of a restaurant uh, sort of thing. But... Um, I don't really know. Is there a, like a body type that the managers look for? Uh, if they don't hire somebody that has obvious great credentials when it works, uh, when it comes to working in this food service industry, uh, can they get in trouble for not hiring them? Of course, uh, nowadays you don't really have to tell anybody why they weren't hired. Uh, you can just say, sorry, we filled the position. And, People can assume all they want. Well, they didn't hire me because I'm overweight or they didn't hire me because I'm not a, uh idiot surfer or something like that. Uh, you know, uh, not that surfers are idiots. I'm sorry about that. Uh, but it, uh, you know, then the women in the particular restaurants that I've gone to start attacking each other, just, you know, body shaming each other. Which is a typical thing for a lot of women to do, especially when the women think that the other person's prettier than they are. And uh, so automatically they sit back and, you know, women attack each other for a lot of stuff. I once witnessed a woman buy a pair of shoes just because she didn't want her friends to get it. And she didn't need the shoes. She didn't really want the shoes. She just bought them just so her friends wouldn't get the pair. Typical cat fighting type of thing. I, I don't know. Uh, but, you know... Granted, I do go into those uh, go into those places. I don't sit there and say, "Have some respect for yourself," because uh, ultimately, uh, yeah, I am enjoying the view, and you know that's ultimately the reason why I went in there. It wasn't to get the good hamburger or the country fried steak. It's mostly just to look at the really pretty uh, bartender bartenders and servers, and. I think there had, well, there was a King of the Hill episode based on that. What was it? Uh, Dale. He applied to go work at uh, one of those places and threatened to sue if he wasn't, uh, uh, if he wasn't hired. So they had to hire him on. And, but yeah, look, hunt down that King of the Hill episode. I'm not going to uh, uh, go over the whole story. It, it was funny though. Um, but, you know, this is just uh, your bartender here. You're the dude encouraging everybody to get along because you all help each other out. You guys are the heartbeat of the restaurant that keeps business going. And if you walk onto the floor after crying because somebody put you down, 
yeah, that's going to affect your tips. So develop a thick skin, really go into work of feeling empowered. And because yes, you are dressed in very little, but, uh, the customers love you. Not, not just for your, uh, for your body, but they, uh, they're also very happy that you brought them drinks. You brought their food. They're happy for your smile. They're happy for your laugh. And you know, there it's, uh, it's a lot more than that. I mean, there, there was one time I was in one of those places and I just decided, uh, I was, uh, shopping at a strip mall and I saw that there was one of those places nearby and I decided, you know what? A good bar burger sounds really good. So I'm going to go in there and I, my server, beautiful woman, uh, and she, after a while, the place, she didn't have any customers coming in. So she sat down and she just started talking to me and believe it or not, uh, Yes, I was staring at the tourist attractions. I'm not going to deny that. But uh, she was a beautiful, very intelligent woman uh, that had uh, great aspirations to work in, uh, like, uh, was going to college and learning how to uh, work for the liquor industry. She wanted to go work for Budweiser or Jack Daniels and uh and learn about the brewing and distilling process and it, it it was great it was a great conversation and and nothing better for a guy like me who's uh who doesn't have a girlfriend to be able to sit and have a good casual conversation with a beautiful woman and not be afraid that the woman is going to sue me for sexual harassment any second now it's it's nice. So any of you waitresses out there who have ever been body shamed by your coworkers, tell them, uh, tell them just you wish you were me. You know, uh, you know, be proud of what who you are. Be proud of the way you look, because it's not all about that. Uh, a smile, a laugh, a personality goes a long way, and sure, sure. Some people uh, prefer the uh, dippy blonde with uh, the big boobs. But when it comes down to it at the end of the day, uh, you you get tired of listening to the dippy blonde with big boobs. And you want to look for the smart blonde with big boobs. Or brunettes. Or redheads. Or they don't even have to have big boobs. I'm coming off as incredibly uh, sexist right now. So let's end the show. Uh, it is last call, people. Last call for alcohol. Walk up to the bar or you ain't getting shit from me. I'd like to thank all you loyal listeners for uh, listening to Hey Bartender Podcast. I uh, loved all the people that follow me on social media, Facebook, HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Uh, the people that follow me on Instagram, HeyBartenderPodcast.com. Um, sorry, I'm not on Twitter all that much, but uh, I do have a page there, Hey Bartender PO one you want to go check out a little bit more about hey bartender podcast you can go to www.heybartenderpodcast.com you can catch up on new episodes you can, uh old episodes read a little bit of a blog that i don't keep up with very well and uh check out a couple of the hey bartender podcast merchandise that i got available there 
Um, if you want to contact me in a, any way, shape, or form, you want to tell me about a new drink, you want to tell me about a story that happened at your bar, uh, uh, please, by all means, email me, dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. Hey, if you even want to be on the show, I'd love to be able to interview you. Uh, if you are a music group that listens to my podcast and wants to get your sound out there or you have a new single coming out, be feel free. Email me, email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. I love uh, promoting independent music. It's one of my favorite things to do. But until the next show, ladies and gentlemen, uh, don't be ashamed of who you are. Uh, and, you know, as usual, I wish you all lots of love, lots of sex. Lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. Felt so good, I had to blow a